Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and welcome to my vlog, where it is both my mission and my pleasure to highlight my creative journey in hopes of inspiring you, giving you specific takeaway, all that way your journey can be at least a little bit easier. Now, before I fully dive into things, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already, that we get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It truly does mean a lot to me, as I hope it does to you. So, uh, let's get into things. This past week was eventful, right? Um, one of my friends produced a comedy special, and so I was a part of that. That was Tuesday night. Um, but heading into that, um, you know, I knew that that, that that week would be very chaotic because I knew I had that big thing. Um, I had a couple of, you know, work-related things that were pretty big. Uh, then I had a friend's wedding. So, and, you know, on top of that, all of my stuff, right? So there was a lot going on and, you know, exciting stuff, but but still a lot. And then thrown into the mix, uh, you know, just, just hurdles that life throws at you, right? So for me... Uh, I had to take in my car because there was an issue um, with the check engine light and that led to, you know, a common problem that Hondas deal with and so forth, right? Uh, and it kind of made me think, and I, I, I saw a post about this on social media that, you know, just because someone makes it look easy doesn't mean that someone's life is easy, right? And overall, right, with the things that, I teach and talk about, at least in the, you know, mastering mental fortitude aspect of it all, that's what it's intended to do, is to allow you to move through life in a seemingly easy way. And, you know, it doesn't mean that you won't be frustrated. Uh, I certainly have been and things like that. Like, no one is perfect, and I'm not claiming to be either. But overall... You know, you get to a place where you're like, okay, cool. You know, this is this is the car that we're dealt with. Let's let's take care of this, and, and you keep it moving, and you know, uh, you can still take care of business in spite of all of that. Because that's the thing. I think you know, there, there's this sort of desire, perhaps, uh, where enlightenment seems to symbolize you know, just an easy life. And that, that's not the case. It just give, it, it just means you're much better equipped to move through those obstacles and challenges without it beating you down, right? Um, and certainly I get better and better with that, but that's what ultimately all of this is about that, you know, I try to convey, you know? Um, so... Yeah, you know, there's that aspect of it. Um, and I'll, I'll get into kind of the details of, of some of these things, but um, just want to start with the broad strokes. First, uh, one of the other aspects that I've been thinking a lot about lately because I'm heading into um, my birthday is this idea of just questions of life, right? What I mean by this is, um, on Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop podcast, her husband uh, was 
was a guest and they were talking about turning 50 because he'd already turned 50. And one of the things they was talking about was once you hit 50, a lot of life's big questions have sort of been answered, right? You know, who you're going to be with, where you're going to live, what, what your family looks like, um, what your career overall looks like, you know, now that it couldn't change and, you know, plenty of people beyond 50, like they kind of hit their stride. Um, but, but overall, a lot of major life questions that we all kind of like focus on are answered. And for me, it's interesting where, you know, as far as where, where would I ultimately want to live and, you know, what like my future family may look like and stuff like that. Like all, all that stuff is unknown. And that to me, it, it, it can be scary maybe, you know, to some people. It can be depressing to some people. To me, it's it's exciting. Like um, I want like just the idea of where would one live. For me, the world's a big place and I want to see a lot of it. Um, so, you know, uh, I look forward to exploring that question rather than just getting to an answer, so to speak. Um, you know, and, and I think as much as like I look back in my life creatively, I'm very satisfied with the things that, that I've done. And, you know, if, if that was it, I'd be very proud of everything that I had done. But I certainly want to create more, right? Um, so I keep going. And that's the the fun aspect of a lot of it, you know, is is that, that exploration, you know? Um, getting, you know, it, it's that cliche of the journey, not the destination. Which is what it's really about. Um, and when you can do that, right, it, it kind of goes into what I was just talking about the idea of, you know, life's going to throw hurdles at you. And so why be frustrated with them? You know, it's all just part of it. And it teaches you a lesson if you so choose to, right? Um, so these are all choices we get to make. It's that famous quote, you know, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it. That's really what it, what it truly is. Um, so yeah, you know, there's that aspect of it. The other sort of big thing that I want to touch upon because, you know, I find it interesting and then I'll, get, I'll start getting specific, but the idea of just criticism in general being so easy from the outside in, right? And there's this person that, you know, had had the idea of like what was possible, um, you know, and, and it, for my latest movie, right? And yet, you know, when tasked to actually deliver, you know, the realization came of like, wow, this was actually really hard, right? You know, and and holy, holy crap, like, wow, you pulled off a feature film, right? Like, it, it was kind of cool to to convert this one person who was so you know, gung-ho of just essentially being like, you know, I can do it, I can fix this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and yes, I'm, you know, um, 
without really knowing how much work that it actually took and like what we'd already done, right? And again, that, that, that's an instance too of just making it look easy. I mean, when you really think about it, to go and complete a feature film basically just over a year. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're talking from the writing phase, the rehearsal phase, pre-production, to the filming, all the way to completion. You know, and, and you know, fine, you can also say, like, it took a little bit longer um, than a year. We'll give it um, maybe, let's say, a year and a half, right? From full, like, start to finessing all of the you know, sound, the BFX, and just the color, like the, the final minor tweaks uh, of it all to really finesse it. Um, but, you know, the reality was we had a completed movie on June 20th. And in fact, before that, because we had to, to have it exported and ready to hand in for the festival that we, you know, showcased it at, at that point. So to do what we have done, you know, I look back on it really is a miracle in that way. And I'm very proud of it. And, you know, knowing how much it all takes, you know, even those moments when I was, you know, working on the VFX and editing it and, um, you know, having note sessions about the score and all that stuff. And, you know, I was so thankful. I was like, wow. I am grateful that we only made a 90-minute movie because, it, it, you know, the the amount of effort just to do a 90-minute movie is quite a lot. You know, two hours, two and a half, three hours, like, the mind boggles. It's it's a shit ton of work. And people don't realize that, you know? Um, and especially for as ambitious as we were and what we managed to pull off, like, you know, you you really think about it, it's it's crazy. You know, we went to Colombia to film a movie with none of us having been to Colombia, none of us really knowing Spanish, um, you know, and just going for it. It was incredible. What, what an experience, right? But when you can do that, you overcome, like when you let go of that fear, you, you overcome the limitations, you know, there, there's a quote that I really appreciate that goes, belief clings and faith lets go. And in many ways, this last project for me was very much about that. You know, I, I believe that we could do it, but in order to pull it off, I had to let that belief go and, and kind of let the pieces fall where they may and just kind of be like, okay, like it's even it's even out of my hands. It's out of my control and I just have to respond to things you know I can plan as much as I want and need to right and be as prepared as I and everyone else can be but at a certain point just gotta let it go and that's that's an incredible feeling you know Um, part of how you develop that and get there is you know you just really invest in people and when I say invest in people you know, sure, that could be financial, right? But just time, you know, and and really, you know, doing what you can for them, uh, listening to them, being respectful of them. I mean, um, you know, recently I was reminded because um, one of my friends 
he went in for surgery that, you know, uh, was scheduled for a long time. And finally, like now it finally happened. Right. Um, and I remember when we worked together initially, you know, his, his wife had reached out to me, said, Hey, um, you know, he's got some health issues. Um, he's unable to, you know, carry on, um, for a certain, you know, until this point, do you mind, like, you know, totally, you know, if you want to find somebody and replace him, like, go ahead, that's your prerogative, like, we want you to finish the project, and, um, this was actually on my first movie, um, and I said, no, that's, that's okay, like, you know, I really believe in what this person can bring to the project, I'm in no particular rush, I wasn't at that point, um, and so I was willing to wait and it turned out to be the best decision ever because I formed a, uh, an amazing friendship with both of them. Um, and they're just great assets to me creatively. Um, so that's what makes it amazing. You know, like that's how you can invest in people. Um, the other aspect for me, I always try to, in some small way, Maintain friendships, right? Um, even if it's as silly as like commenting on uh, someone's social media post with a thoughtful thing beyond just, you know, hand clap or whatever, but like actually, you know, putting something clever, something thoughtful, um, I think goes a long way. And, and in fact, you know, I thought about it because as I sort of made mention, I went to a wedding this weekend it was for one of my friends that I've known this person for over 10 years at this point. And, <clears throat> excuse me, the circle of people that I sort of hung out with this person with, there was a lot of people that, uh, that weren't there. You know, and partly that's because, you know, weddings are expensive and, you know, you, one would of course, want to invite everybody they could. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But, you know, there's also spacing and stuff like that. And so, so you have to kind of be a little bit selective. And, you know, I was one of the people that was invited. I didn't know many people um, that that went. I knew, if, like, barely less than less than a handful. But... It was still great to be a part of, A, because I got to know other people um, that are part of this person's life, but B, just that idea that I continue to have such an impact on the person. Because it's not like we see each other, especially with, you know, with the pandemic and stuff like that, you know, um, we weren't seeing each other and stuff like that. But, you know, um, even just a few times that we did touch base... It resonated, um, certainly for me, and it seems like for him, because it was enough to get an invite to this wedding. Um, and that's another case of it takes work. Um, it can be made to look easy, but it's it's work to maintain friendships and relationships um, of years past. Like, it, it becomes too simple to, you know, have seasonal people 
in and out of your life. And listen, you know, that happens to all of us. You know, it's not a negative thing. Um, But because I do value, like when someone does make an impact on me, I I try to maintain that um, to the best of my abilities. And sometimes life, you know, forces us and just like anyone else to drift apart and it just is what it is. It's no one's fault. Um, but as much as possible, like if we can, you know, maintain something, then, then great. Um, I think that just enriches lives in general, right? Um, you know, so yeah. And, and, and it just benefits you in so many ways you don't even know. And not that that's what it's all about, but you know, It works in that way, you know? Here's an, here's an example, right? So the comedy show, and this was Tuesday night, and uh, my friend was producing it. And, you know, because of how well he's maintained his relationships with people, everybody showed up for him, right? They wanted to deliver. So whether it was set design, you know, sound, um, uh, equipment, um, being a production assistant, camera people, and so forth, right? We were all, like, we were a, <laughs> we were a big crew, relatively speaking, for this project, um, all because we believed in the people and we, we wanted this thing to succeed. And because we all sort of foster each other and, you know, also foster our own development, everyone was, like, top-notch. And, you know, it was as smooth as it could be. There was a couple of things that, you know, it's it's one of those things, like, you just can't predict certain things to happen, but you, you know, you try to solve them and do what you can. Um, and we did overall, right? And the whatever imperfections there were on the day... They can be fixed, not a problem. Um, but overall, like, a really great event. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of pressure to film this live event, um, which, you know, unlike with most comedy specials, like, they usually film it twice, and, you know, that way they can, you know, use uh, which, whatever better take of, you know, a joke or whatever. Um, we ultimately, you know, had one shot at this we made it work and you know it was it was exhilarating you know we we pulled it off it was great um so yeah it's just just one of those things again where if you do the prep work if you you know know if you really if you understand that you got to build to those moments right you know, as I was saying to the person um, who was criticizing my movie and thought they could bring something to the table, you know, when they eventually saw that, hey, this is a lot harder than anticipated, I said, listen, you know, your heart's in the right place, um, you know, and I think you, like, you know, I do believe in your skill, but but you also got to kind of work towards it. Like, a feature's really big. Like, you know, try doing shorts. Um, I think... What people don't always understand is I'd really 
been doing this, I mean, professionally since I was 15. I worked for the Connecticut Hospice, the first hospice in America. We worked on a documentary, you know, kind of commemorating 30 years of hospice care in the U.S. And I was doing, you know, videotaping for them. I was editing for them and anything in between. And so I really paid my dues as, as it were, you know, like I've, I've done a lot of stuff to get to this point that I'm, at, that I'm at. And that's why like, you know, it's not good, <coughs> excuse me, as much as we would like to, to skip over moments and just get to the good stuff and like be able to do like the creative things like we want to at this point in time, you know, like that big ambitious thing. You know, be bold, be ambitious, um, but also know that that you you do have to kind of progress to that point. And what are some of the ways that you can break it up into smaller steps along the way, so it doesn't overwhelm you, right? Um, I think there's that side of it. You know, um, you know, it's funny. The World Cup is coming up. Um, and there's a lot of predictions being made, right, uh, about who's going to win. And, you know, we call it, uh, you know, pundits are predicting, like, the obvious choices. And, you know, there's a saying um, in sports, of the game's not played on paper. And that's, that's great. And what that means is, you know, yeah, you could predict, like, oh, Brazil is going to beat this team because it's Brazil. And it's like, well, on paper, maybe. But on the day, it might go a completely different way. That's what makes it exciting. Um, and how this relates to art and artists is you just don't know. And, and the best thing, you know, the only way is to just do it, you know. Um, oftentimes, like when we talk about, or at least I, I talk to various artists, uh, you know, they're so like stricken to just make the right move, uh, you know, paralysis by analysis type of thing. And because they want to make the right move, like they, they want to, whatever they do, they want to succeed. And it's like, listen, you don't think Hollywood wants that? You know, you don't think that any movie that they put out, they want to be as successful as it can be. And if they knew anything, then yes, that would be the case. But it's not the case because nobody ultimately knows. And the only way you can know is, you know, to, to move forward and, and, and to do what you can um, in that way, right? So, yeah, it's, it, it might sound negative, but it's actually positive, you know? Again, it's that exploration. You have to find that joy in that, um, you know, um, one of the things that I'm looking forward to this week and in the coming weeks is um, uh, one of my friends actually hit me up if um, I wanted to put together a filmmaker panel for LA's Comic-Con in December. You know, and basically uh, teaching, teaching aspiring filmmakers how to do it. And so, you know, I have a team of six total, including myself. We're going to meet this week and talk about, you know, how we want to approach this and so forth. And I'm really excited for that. Um, you know, I just, I just love that. Um, and you could say that 
you know, just that in itself is a lot of work and it's going to take away from, you know, various aspects that I want to be doing. But it also opens the door to so much, right? And I'll find the time to still do all the other stuff. Um, but why wouldn't I take this amazing, fun opportunity, right? And who knows what it'll lead to, but if it doesn't, that's okay because in and of itself, it's exciting. So, yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. And, and also, in terms of accompli- accomplishments last week, um, you know, I've been uh, working slowly but surely on my... Uh, trilogy, you know, this this planned trilogy of movies. It's an animated trilogy in the style of Your Name, Princess Mononoke, things of that nature. And I got the character designs back, um, the initial sketches for um, for the main character. And it was exciting to see, you know. I mean, there, there's a lot to do with it, but, um, but I gave feedback and I got feedback from my team as well, you know, um, so they were able to input their ideas and that was exciting um, because they brought a lot to the table. So it, you know, when it's collaborative, that to me is the most fun. Um, I look forward to that, and you know, that also really inspired me and got me through. Like things just started clicking in a way. Um, I started to break open a lot of the questions that were blocking me. Now I was able to overcome them and kind of answer them, and you know. As all things, like there's, you know, right now it's just basically a, a glorified outline. But, you know, it gives me a good roadmap and, you know, it's going to change and things like that. But, but, but it's certainly a big, big step forward, a big milestone. And I'm looking forward to now sharing that with the team and getting their input and kind of navigating from there. Um, so it's all really exciting and you know uh, right now like I've always had the overall vision of what those three films would be you know like the inciting incident you know the major rising actions the crisis climax the resolution Um, but right now I'm really focusing on the first one and just really getting that down and then and, and you know writing that probably shooting that because that will also help inform two and three and then I can like you know work off of that it's almost like writing a a tv series you know you map out the season but you kind of write episode by episode um so that's kind of how I'm looking at the process overall um in all this right um so yeah, um, that's kind of where I'm at, um, you know, doing stuff. And one of the other big things is um, I, I've I've always been thinking about like my Patreon page, but the simple fact like I want to create, you want to use that as the hub to interact with people on a more meaningful level and be able to help them through their challenges. Um, and, you know, I've been a part of this, um, what Patreon calls a club and it's led by people that have a Patreon and, um, we as a group of other Patreon users get together weekly and, you know, discuss various topics. And through this kind of journey, 
it really made me rethink. And I was like, you know what? Let me just simplify all this. Like, simplify it for myself, simplify it for users out there. And I literally just created, you know, now just one tier. Um, it's very simple. And any increases that I do in terms of rewards will be based on uh, the number of people, right? Because the, the more people there are, the greater funding there is and the more I can do and deliver for them, right? Um, but I want everyone to benefit equally in that way. So I've decided, you know, just to basically there's one tier, it's $10 a month and that's it. Um, and there's other ways to go about it, but like I think, you know, I was thinking about it. There's just something beautiful about the simplicity of, you know, here it is, here's what you get, sign up or don't, right? You know, um, either appreciate the rewards or don't. And it certainly simplifies my life because then I don't have to like create and think about, you know, the various tiers. It makes it less confusing for the user. Um, at least, you know, that's kind of how I'm approaching it. So that was another major step forward in terms of what I'm doing. And, you know, if that's of interest to you, then certainly you can check that out. That's patreon.com slash philsvitek. And yeah, it's just been, you know, as we sort of wrap out the year, it's it's been interesting to kind of look back at all the things that I accomplished, you know, um, some things I, I didn't um, or haven't yet. But then, you know, I did what I wanted to. And then there's stuff, as I said, that just kind of popped up as opportunities that you know, I could have never planned for. And looking back at like, oh, I got to do that. That's awesome. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I really love this period of the year is because, you know, um, it is a time for kind of friends and family as well as just reflection, you know, and and appreciating things and stuff like that, hopefully, right? I mean, you know, there's still the day-to-day demands of everything. And, um, you know, I, one of the things that I was thinking about is, like, how capitalist is it that, like, hey, if you want to actually make money, you know, you have to have a side hustle, and that's what's going to get you your money, right? Um, just kind of very, very interesting to me. Um, one sorry, uh, one random thing that that I also did want to talk about is this distinction between an amateur and a professional. And you know, even Stephen Pressfield, he doesn't talk about it in terms of Stephen Pressfield being the author of the War of Art and um, just things of that nature. But he often talks about the difference between an amateur and a professional is not how much they get paid or if they get paid. It's the level of commitment. And you know, there's a lot of people that say they're going to deliver results, but but they don't, and they keep working on it. And it's not to say that, you know, you should ever compromise and just, you know, if you set a deadline, then output, you know, whatever you have at that point on the deadline, you know, obviously you want to strive for the project to be as good as, as you can make it. But there does come a time you have to deliver, um, and you have to, you know, get it done right? It can't just sit on the shelf forever. And it's a kind of, 
seemingly tiny distinction, and yet so many people don't get that, you know? And I, I always have good conversation with my friend Cody Schramm, who's a composer I've worked with. Uh, he, he went to college with me at Emerson, and, uh, you know, we played soccer together and all that. And, you know, he really credits me, you know, although I just borrow it from other people, but he credits me for, like, really having turn, turned him on to that idea that at a certain point, you got to just call it done, and otherwise you're just tinkering with it forever, just for the sake of tinkering with it. And, you know, that really kind of refocused him and has allowed him to create music again in a way that yields results. And Cody is amazing. Like, his beats are on point, and he's an amazing lyricist, right? Like, his lyrics are truly poetic, and he and what he manages to do and, and, and create the visuals, they're so arresting, right? What he does with words, you just picture it in your mind in such a way that, like, I've never heard described before. And that's awesome, right? Um which speaks to that idea of like uh, all of us, we don't know the impact that we will have on one another, but just cherishing those relationships goes far for you and for those people, right? And it makes life all the more enjoyable. And that to me is what it's all about. So I think that's a good note to leave on. Um, Thank you so much for taking time to tune in. As always, if you have any questions or thoughts of your own, please comment down below or hit me up on social media at Phil Svitek. As I mentioned, I have my Patreon page, patreon.com slash philsvitek, where you can join the community and we can interact there. Or if you want to just dive straight in and, you know, do coaching sessions with me, that is also available to you, as is, you know, my movies, books, all that stuff, merchandise. It is all linked to down in the description for your benefit. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I hope to see you next time.